1-866-679-4522 and 1-866-6775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots. You know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. A very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get into our intriguing content today, please join me in welcoming our featured guest and first timer on Ron Siegel Radio, Gene Saar for Preferred Property Management. Welcome. I feel very welcome. <laughs> Glad to have you with us. And let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, Ah, celebrations today. We like to celebrate every day on Ron Segal Radio. Ah, how about this one? Today is National Coloring Book Day. Eh, I don't know about coloring for me, but hey, you know something? Those young parents out there or old parents with young kids, either one, coloring books? Do they even use coloring books anymore? Or is it all on an iPad? I, 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 coloring books still there, Josh? Okay, he's uh, Josh has young children, so he's uh, more in tune with that than I am. So yes, there are coloring books. Now, from my standpoint, today's National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. So that's the one that, that we're going to go with today. Yes, I guess our audience likes the ice cream sandwiches as well. Hey, let's take a look and see what the markets are doing today. Yeah, well, that's a pretty interesting market right now. We're watching the Dow Jones Industrial Average up six points. Not a whole heck of a lot of excitement on that one. Then we're also looking at S&P 500 up 2.74. NASDAQ up 41. Oil is down $3 a barrel right now. Down $3 a barrel. Do you think it's going to have any effect on gasoline prices? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. We're looking at them. Well, if you want to get gasoline, you can go where our dedicated underwriter, yeah, $2.82, at $2.82 a gallon. That is painful to me. $2.82 a gallon she's paying in Louisiana. Okay. Oh, Nevada just went over the $4 a gallon mark, $4.01 in Nevada. That's the average for the state. Three seventeen is the national average, and right here in the Golden State, four dollars thirty eight cents a gallon of regular gas. Wow. Yeah, that's painful. Four four thirty eight. Do we want to look and see what it was last year this time? I don't know if we can get any value out of looking at it last year this time, but 
we'll do it anyway just because we want to make sure and understand yes indeed elections have consequences 438 today last year this time it was in california three dollars 18 cents a gallon i know it's seasonal that's what they'll tell us from the administration uh Unbelievable. Let's see what else is going on in the world today. The Federal Reserve, yes, they are back in the news. They're in the news constantly. See, they haven't figured something out. I'm going to share with you something that apparently, and I don't want to be disparaging to the Federal Reserve, because if you follow the markets, one thing that you'll learn in the markets, never fight the Fed. But here's the issue that we do know about the markets. The Federal Reserve has a lot of power, a lot of power. The one thing they haven't been able to figure out yet, how do you create more people? Oh, yeah, more people that want to work, right? That's the issue. So the Fed is talking all of these about these issues that are going on. And late Friday, we had Fed Governor Lyle Brainerd, Lyle Brainerd. So, and, and she's in line. February is going to be the, the changing of the Federal Reserve Chairman, or at least that's when Jerome Powell's term expires is in February. Lyle Brainerd is one that they are expecting will have will be the next Fed chairman. Okay, so here's the issue that we want to just discuss, right? So the Federal Reserve came out last week after their two-day meeting. We talked about this a little bit on the broadcast last week. They came out after their two-day meeting, said they're going to give plenty of notice to the market when they're going to increase interest rates or taper their purchases. Now they don't ex- they don't ex- they don't ex- uh, explain their purchases like I do to you on Ron Single Radio, right? They tell you that we're buying bonds and they're buying mortgage-backed securities, treasury bonds, treasury notes, all of that good stuff. So here's the part that they're not going to tell you that they don't want you to know when they talk about buying their forty billion, sixty billion, one hundred and twenty billion dollars a month in bonds. That's new purchases. That's basically what they should be saying is that's an addition to their balance sheet. Why is that important? Well, when you go out and buy a new house, you get a mortgage. And the Federal Reserve, for the most part, they're the ones that are buying up those those mortgage-backed securities, a good portion of them. Yeah, they go to Fannie Mae, they go to Freddie Mac, and then they go to get to the Federal Reserve eventually, right? So that's, that's where they're going to. When you go and refinance your house, which you should be looking at right now, if you've bought a house in the last three to six months, if you refinance in the last six, three to six months, never hurts to take a look at what your statements are. And I've just shared with you many, many times, if you want to in, increase your family's net worth, go to our, just send a copy of your mortgage statement to RJ at ronsegalradio.com. And if you really want to do that, get you know, if you've got some equity in your property, Send a copy of your mortgage statement along with all of your household debt recurring bills, cars, more, uh, um, student loans, credit cards, all of that. Send it RJ at ronsegalradio.com. I know there's nothing really personal on there, right? If we really cared about your mortgage, we can go on the, on the county recorder's website and they're all there. So don't worry about the confidentiality. But here's the issue. The, when you pay off that, when you refinance that loan, That's actually a loan that gets paid back to the investors. That might be, in many instances, the Federal Reserve. Well, they're buying back that too, right? So you pay them back. Say you owe $300,000 on your house. You refinance it for $300,000. 
Well, they get a payment for 300000 Now they go back into the market, and they buy 300000 plus all of the new stuff. So they're probably buying closer to, I don't know, since the beginning of the year, they're buying trillions of dollars of bonds every month. Yeah, but that's not what they tell anybody. So you're getting that information right here at Ron Siegel Radio. That's why you tune in. So here's the issue, though. As the Fed keeps doing that, now now Ms. Brainerd comes out and says, or, or Jerome Powell said, we're going to let you know when we taper. We're going to give you plenty of advance notice. Okay, let's bring that back to the comments that came from the Fed Governor Brainerd. And yes, she is one of the voting members. Not all the Fed governors are voting members, but she is one of the voting members. She says she'll have a better indication of what's going on after she gets the data from September. When does she get that data? Well, it doesn't come out until October, right? So she's not going to be able to assess September data till October, their first Fed meeting. After that is November 3rd, and they're going to give plenty of time. So interest rates are not going to be going up anytime soon. Based on what she said, they're just going to keep on buying back these bonds. They don't tell us how much they buy back, but our crack staff finds out because we look at the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. So while they're telling you that they're buying, well, it was $40 billion when they were really buying $100 billion, and then it was about $300 billion when they told us it was $100 billion. So who knows what the real numbers are, but what we do see is what are the changes in the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve, and as those numbers go up, we know that they're buying back everything that's being liquidated, plus the additional numbers. And for the first half of the year, their balance sheet grew by about $650 billion. So if they say they're going to taper, which caused the problems before, they didn't have to do it, right? They just said they tapered. Gene and I talk about this in the office sometimes, that just the mention from the Federal Reserve of tapering and the market drops, you know, 500 to 1,000 points. Will that be the case again? I don't know, but the last three times it has been, so I don't doubt that it will be again. Now, if they could shut up, right, and just let some of these things roll off their balance sheet, there will be the few groups of people that really watch the balance sheet and see that they're tapering, but the stock market may not get spooked quite as much. So just a little bit of background for you, and that's why I say interest rates are going to remain low, but who cares? Think about this. What? And I'm just going to give you this one thought on the way out to break. If you wait to save an eighth of a point or a quarter of a point on your mortgage, and you wait one month to do it, and you're paying a point too much, you know how long it takes you to recoup that money just by waiting to do take, take action? Depends on the size of your mortgage, so I can't answer the exact comment for you. But if you send a copy of your mortgage statement to RJ at ronsegalradio.com, we will definitely tell you what is your cost of waiting to take action And what about with all of the appreciation recently? Can you get rid of that mortgage insurance? Or maybe you want to keep your payment the same and divert that mortgage insurance premium that you've been paying? Apply that to principal. We'll talk about all that and more. You can reach me anytime off air number 800-306-1990. Property management. Yes, if you're an investor in real estate and you're like me, you don't want to do all the work. We're going to talk about how you get that done for you. Key questions to ask yourself before buying a home. And oh, yes, we've got a featured home brought to you by 
myfavoritelender.net, all that and more. You can reach me anytime off air number 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990 or com, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But the replay is available. Ron Siegel one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Building your future wealth starts now. Take action and put your money to work for you instead of working for your money. Are you sitting on $100,000 of home equity? Realty Pro 100 has your solution. Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program may increase your net worth by $50,000 to Texting My Wealth Builder to 79564. Text My Wealth Builder to 79564. License DRE 02059058. Blue Water Credit Repair is the industry leader in fixing bad credit. Did you know a 40 point increase in your credit score can save you $40,000 on a home loan and $4,000 on a car loan? You deserve good credit and peace of mind. Take the first step today and go to bluewatercredit.com and register for a free consultation from one of their credit repair experts. That's bluewatercredit.com. Are you paying rent because you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you paying rent because you don't believe you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? At Siegel Lending Team at ronismylender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at ronismylender.com. Again, ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037. ronismylender.com. Homeowners over the age of 62 are taking back financial control after retirement with reverse mortgages, and the Siegel Lending Team is here to help you use it to your advantage. Call Ron Siegel with Geneva Financial to receive your free information booklet with no obligation. The booklet answers all your questions, and the best part is you still own your home. Call Ron Siegel at 1-800-306-1990 or visit ronsiegelradio.com. Are you a military veteran, first responder, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, then you're a Ron Siegel VIP hero and you may qualify for rewards up to five to $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with a Ron Siegel Radio partner. As a valued VIP hero, you receive special savings, rebates, and valuable discounts. Learn more by calling me, Ron Siegel, at 1-800-306-1990 or visit VIPheroprogram.com. It's just our way of saying thank you. Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce? Do you know a real estate reference and the divorce decree could cost tens of thousands of dollars? A certified divorce mortgage planning and real estate report could save you thousands of dollars, and it's free from your local certified divorce lending professional. Reach out to Ron today. Ronismylender.com. Again, Ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial when you're ready for that next home loan. Hey, what about if you have no income 
and you have a bunch of savings. Can Geneva get you a loan? Yeah, let's talk about it. All you have to do is call them, 800-306-1990. Dow, now down 3.95. The NASDAQ is up 41.87 as I speak to you right now. And we're looking over here, if I can get the chart on my screen, the S&P 500. Well, that's up 2.6. 10-year Treasury, wow, that one's down eight basis points right Ow! now. Now, if you're a senior, that's not exciting. You were down at 1.16 on the 10-year Treasury. And mortgage-backed securities, they are up 20 basis points, which means interest rates always move in the opposite direction of the bond. So the mortgage-backed security bond is up, which means interest rates are down. And the 10-year Treasury is down on the interest rates. So that means that bond is up. And as I shared with you last week, if we look at it, now I'm going to tell you this. Well, I'll give you this information real quick because I want to get our, into our conversation with Gene. So last week I told you that Freddie Mac came out and said the 30-year mortgage rate, 2.80. How does Freddie Mac come out with that? Well, they surveyed a bunch of lenders. I don't know exactly how many. And the survey is done Monday through Wednesday and reported Thursday morning, 7 a.m. our time. Now, if Freddie Mac is telling you they want your numbers, do you think you're going to wait to the last minute? No. So most of the members that are in this survey, they want to get that data off their desk, that survey off their desk as quick as they can so they can comply with Freddie Mac and get on with it. So the numbers that are going to come back from that survey are based on what's going on with the mortgage-backed securities right around this time. Interest rates being with the bond being up 20 basis points, rates are down on today's ballot on today's rate sheets. So the Federal Reserve will probably have a good report come next week. And we're going to be watching this closely. Why? Because the numbers, the way the numbers are showing, we're we've got some room to the upside on this bond. So that could be good news for the markets. Why are these things happening? I tell you that. I'm just going to give you a couple seconds here. PMI manufacturing final for July increased from 63.4 to, to 263.4, from 62.1, higher than expectations. So there's a better manufacturing numbers coming out. ISM, Manufacturing Index, measures the health of manufacturing sector in the U.S., came out at 59.5 for the month of July, which was below expectations. So when you take the one number, the, the PMI, and then you add the ISM, and you basically say, I don't know anything. Right, so construction spending increased by 0.1%, which was below the expectations of 0.3. We've talked to you about that one as well. Builders are starting homes, but they're not finishing them. So that doesn't that doesn't bode well for new inventory coming on the market when they start them but don't finish them. Even though you bought the house, if they don't get that final number in there, well, you're in trouble. So news this week, well. Economic news is pretty quiet, but the fireworks begin on Wednesday. So we get the ADP report on Wednesday. The big Bureau of Labor Statistics jobs report is going to be released on Friday. Expectations are 700,000 jobs added from ADP, 900,000 in the BLS jobs report. Unemployment rate is expected to drop from 5.9 to 5.7. So we'll see if the econ economists have any clue about what they're talking about. And for the most part, uh, 
You know better than that. Yeah, the economists, they just throw numbers out there. Yeah, they have their models, but do you really think they know? Uh, remember the Doty Law. I've told you that one before. Hey, that's the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. Let's get into our conversation today. And if I, I'm probably getting text here. Let your guests talk. Let your guests talk. So I'm going to let my guests talk. So we've got with us this morning, Gene Saar, Preferred Property Management in the house. Welcome. I can't feel very welcome. It was me sending psychic messages to you. Oh, you, you're, <laughs> there you go. That works. So tell me a little bit of property manager. What does a property manager do? Well, uh, property management is um, the operations of uh, real estate investing, meaning that it is the means that you actually uh, are able to manage the uh, build up real estate. It's made basically four parts. It's going to be your uh, collecting rent, paying bills, talking to tenants and uh, doing um, doing statements, especially in end of year statements. But uh, statement and oh, end of year statements. So yeah. what kind of end of year statements? I mean, you don't get a tax write off for rent, do you? <laughs> well, technically, you don't get the tax write off for rent. Um, you get the tax write off for uh, for almost everything else that you that you spend money on. Okay. Rent, the rent's what you're so, what kind of statements do you are you talking about at the year end, Gene? Oh no, yeah, yeah, it is for for taxes. Okay, for tax reporting. Got it. Okay, so you 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 deal with the rent. So so and who deals with maintenance? Maintenance, um, it would be usually property manager. Um, as a ask your permission to be very theoretical for a second. Sure. Um, a a property management company, a uh, real estate uh, agent, essentially, even has this only has the authority to do things that the owner themselves can do therefore all of their authority is derived from property rights um they do not create authorities out of anywhere which means that the uh, property manager is delegated authority from the owner and they can only delegate what the owner has so the owner has property rights they delegate the property manager they do anything that the owner can do essentially there are safeguards obviously in terms of how much um, how much you can spend and yet, um, the the theory of it is the property manager can do can be delegated any authority that a homeowner has as a property right. So, so any so as if I'm the if I'm the owner, other, I, than, other than refinancing, I guess. Okay, so, so you can't encumber the property. You can't no. put a lien on the property. No. Okay, so but I can, but I guess you probably could do that if I gave you a power of authority to do it. Technically, anybody could, but yeah. Okay, so basically, if I if I if I don't want to do all the work, yeah, then I hire a property manager to do the work for me. They have all you have. They can have all the authority that a uh, property rights would have that you have as property rights. At what point in as a investor should I be talking to a property manager to, to start taking over my to, to give them make them do the work so I can sit back on the beach? <laughs> Uh, we find that 10, it'll be about uh, 10 properties that somebody can keep in their head, um, where they actually have to have a system, uh, whereby they are no longer able to Jerry rig an Excel spreadsheet to work. Okay. So, so at, at 10, I, now are there laws about having a, ha, being required for a property manager? I mean, I, I, th I thought there was maybe, and maybe it's something that, that is outside what you you generally do, but. I thought that if you have like eight or 10, 10 doors on a, a property that you have to have an on-site manager or something along those lines. But may, but I digress. No, no, I, that's, I, that, that's correct. Oh, um, is it? Okay. Yeah, it will be 16. So any anything over 16 units, you would actually be required to have an on-site manager. Okay. So, and, and 
Now, would you hire that person for me if I had 16 units or yeah. am I responsible for dealing with that? A resident manager is different than a property manager in the sense that even though a resident manager is a W-2 employee, property manager usually is not, it's usually contract services. Okay. Um, a resident manager is can be hired by the property management company or by the owner. Um, but the but they have a lot of authorities as well, but, but you're required to have one for 16 units. Okay. So who, who takes care of... of deciding the rent amounts is that something you do or is that something owner does or do you do that in concert with one another no it's something ultimately all the authorities derive from the owner so they decide what they want to do with the property uh give recommendations give uh analysis at least once a year we would love to give uh um rental analysis okay so you're gonna oh, oh so so when you say now you're you're a, you're a, a technician yeah, so when you're when you talk about a rental analysis, you're going to basically go and look at and you're managing one two three Main Street for me, yeah. and you're going to look at what is the rents going all around one two three Main Street, yeah. and you're going to bring that information back and give a recommendation saying, okay, Ron, I think you should raise your rent three percent because the market's at four percent or. Well, there are limits to how much you can raise your rent now, so that's a big wow. Issue. Okay, so there's a limit to how much I can raise my rent. Yes. So talk about that a little bit. Well, um, we kind of have nationwide, oh, I'm sorry, statewide rent control. Um, but uh, the rent control is actually considered a rent cap. Uh, right For right now, there's two parts of this rent cap. One is raising rent. One is moving tenants out, which is essentially rent control. Um, quick history lesson, Costa Hawkins, 1994, basically said, if you do not have rent control, then you cannot establish new rent control. It's something that... Um, a certain political party has been trying to uh, repeal for a long time because they're trying to enact rent control everywhere all the time. Even though in 2008, if you can believe it, we had the proposition, I forget, that said that, do you want to repeal Costa Hawkins and allow for rent control? 60% defeated. It was 60% defeated. Wow. 2019, uh, I'm sorry, 20, 20, uh, 29, uh, 2020, they actually, I'm sorry. And then two years later, they actually uh, went with, for the exact same proposition saying, do you want rent control? And it was defeated by the same percentage, 60%. And that was a, that, is that a federal federal issue or no, was no, that no, a state no. issue? That's a proposition. Proposition, okay. And the funny thing is, in between those two propositions, so first proposition, second proposition, they passed rent caps in between it in defiance of what the uh, state of California wants. Because funny thing is, California is a majority tenant state. In a majority tenant state, 60% said, we don't want rent control. Think about that for a second. Wow. Well, you know something, I, I'm going to, when we come back, I want to chat with Gene a little bit here because I know that one of the largest landlords in America wants to get people out and they want to raise rents. So when we come back, I'm going to see if I can find that. Oh, there, I just found the number. So I can actually act like I know what I'm talking about with Gene. When we come back, you're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events. And the financial markets. We're going to also got a featured home for you, brought to you by my favorite lender.net. And key questions to ask yourself before buying a home, all that and more. You can reach me anytime off air number 800 306 1990. 800 306 1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
What's your plan to beat inflation and protect and build your future wealth? If you're not sure, and if you would like to learn the secret of building wealth by utilizing your current assets with little or no risk, Realty Pro 100 has your solution. Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program may increase your net worth by $50,000 to $75,000 or more per year. Learn more about the Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program by texting My Wealth Builder to 79564. Text My Wealth Builder to 79564. License DRE 02059058. Are you a renter and tired of making monthly payments? Paying off someone else's mortgage? Hey, it's Ron Siegel here to help you stop renting and start owning your dream home with amazing low interest rates. And you could potentially qualify for a $500,000 home for less than $5,000 out of pocket. So stop renting. Start owning with Ron Siegel. Learn more at ronsegalradio.com and start owning today. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Do you own a luxury home or planning to purchase one? If so, your home may be your largest asset, but your mortgage may also be your largest debt. The Siegel Lending Team is offering amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates in the 3%, and 15-year rates in the 2s. Learn more at ronsegalradio.com or call me directly. My number is 800 800- 306-1990. Licensed under NMLS 217037. Equal housing lender. Are you a veteran? Own a home and need money? The Siegel Lending Team is here to help veterans refinance and get the money they need. The VA 100 lets you borrow up to 100% of your home's value. Refinance your mortgages, consolidate credit cards, and lower your payments by an average of $700 a month. And the Siegel Lending Team knows that character means more than a credit score. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations, NMLS 21037 and DRE number 0186452. Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce? Do you know a real estate reference and the divorce decree could cost tens of thousands of dollars? A certified divorce mortgage planning and real estate report could save you thousands of dollars, and it's free from your local certified divorce lending professional. Reach out to Ron today. Ronismylender.com. Again, Ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. 1990, the real-time real estate segment today, being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. Key questions to ask yourself before buying a home. Sometimes it can feel like everyone has advice when it comes to buying a home. While your friends and loved ones may have your best interest in mind, they may also be missing crucial information about today's housing market that you need to make your best decision. 
Before you decide whether you're ready to buy a home, you should know how to answer these three questions. Number one, what's going on with home prices? Home prices are one factor that directly impacts how much it will cost to buy a home and how much you'll stand to gain as a homeowner when prices appreciate. And if you're watching us on ronsegalradio.tv, any of our social channels, or the ABC News and Talk AM 1490 video feed, you're seeing a chart of home price forecasts through tw from 2021. Fannie Mae, 14.8. Uh, NAR, 14.1. Freddie Mac, 12.1. Zellman, 11%. MBA, 10.3%. Average them all out? Ooh, 12.46. Continued price appreciation is great news for existing homeowners, but can pose a significant challenge if you wait. Remember I said wait to buy. Using these forecasts, you can determine just how much waiting could cost you. If prices increase based on the average of all forecasts, 12.46%, a median priced home that costs $350,000, that's a national number in January of 2021, will cost an additional $43,610 by the end of the year. What does this mean for you? Put simply, with home prices increasing, the longer you wait, the more it could cost you. It also means that $43,610 would be your appreciation if those numbers came true. Are today's low mortgage rates going to last? Another significant factor that should inform your decision is mortgage interest rates. Today's average rates remain close to record lows, much like prices, though. Experts forecast rates will rise over the coming months, as the chart we're now showing says. And I'm not going to go through all the different numbers, but the by the second quarter, 2022, the average from Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, MBA, and NAR, 3.58%. And I just told you where we are sitting right now. I don't have it in front of me, but I will get it for you. Freddie Mac's number as of last week, last Thursday, 2.8. So they're looking at, what's that, about seven-tenths rise in interest rates. Your monthly mortgage payment can be significantly impacted by even the slightest increase in mortgage rates. Number three, why is homeownership important to you? So before deciding, you'll need to understand your motivation to buy a home and why homeownership is an important goal for you. Here's the issue. 2021 National Home Ownership Market Survey shows that six of the nine reasons Americans value home ownership are because of how it impacts them on a personal, aspirational level. The survey says stability, safety, sense of accomplishment, life milestone, stake in the community, personal pride. Americans agree home ownership offers many benefits, 89%. Believe owning a home provides a sense of safety and security. Eight and 10 say a secure place to live would increase financial stability. Bottom line, every individual is different. I can't tell you from an emotional standpoint what you should do, but we do look at stats. That's what we, you know, as a numbers guy, an a, a economic nerd, the stats are what we look at. And a lot of the stats say, take action. Just throw that out there for you. That is the real-time real estate segment brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Segal Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Get a monthly email about your property. We're going to continue our conversation this morning. Gene Saar is in the house, preferred property management. So we had a question that came through, and I'm going to put that right up there on the screen. What about evictions? So I think we're going to get to that one in just a minute. But before the break, Gene, yeah. I was mentioning the fact that 80% or, or uh, one of the biggest homeowners in America 
invitation homes. They have 80,000 properties. Yep. They raised rents by 14% on new leases wow. and 5.8% on renewals. Jeez. Now, you were starting to chat a little bit about rent control. Does If, if somebody leaves their property, if, if the property is vacated, is there a limit on to how much a, one can increase the rent on that property? Well, first off, real estate law, state law. So that's number one. So a lot of invitation homes are in other states. But if you're outside of San Francisco, no. San Francisco really, really wants to make the pro, uh, of the rent freezes even as somebody moving out. If someone had much below market rent and they moved out, they want to keep that rent at that level. That's, but that's San Francisco. And, and we all know that San Francisco is uh, – Gotham City, essentially, right now. <laughs> so the so so they want to increase the taxes. So if somebody moves out, or if you sell the property, they get to increase the taxes, but they don't want you to be able to increase the rent. Sounds about right. Now the five point eight percent or increase that we saw from invitation homes is that in line with California law? Or are we part of the part that brings that <laughs> down? Is there is there a limited to what we can we can raise our rents in California? Yes, and in fact, they worded it in the most confusing way possible, where it changes once a year based on CPI, which uh, and the CPI number it's based on county, and yet and it's not in the beginning of the calendar year. It's from July to August every year, and we just came out with a new one. And all four counties of Greater Los Angeles actually have aligned themselves to eight point six percent. So it's usually five. Eight point six is the CPI, or eight point six. Is how much you can raise the rent by, okay. uh, which is made up by 5%, which is the base, plus 3.6% CPI. So 8.6, 5 plus 3.6. 5 plus the CPI. Interesting. Yeah. So how does that tie into evictions then? If I if I just go in there and say, I'm going to raise my rent 8.6, yeah. can I use that to theoretically just evict people? If if the mar- if, if I look at my neighborhood and, my na- and I've got a, and I'm charging, I'm just going to use a number of $3,000 a month in my neighborhood. And that's the norm in that particular neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm already there. And I say, well, I'm going to raise the rent, uh, whatever 8.6% is. That's probably about $250, give or take. Yeah. Could I do that in hopes that somebody moves out? Yeah. That's, that's legal. Yeah. Does the property manager deal with the evictions? Or do I have to do that myself? Yes, but it's not. Okay, I gave you a two choices and you said yes. Yes, the property manager can do it. However, it's not the property manager themselves doing it. It would be an eviction attorney. But yes, they can. Uh, but I would be able to talk uh, to an eviction attorney, and in fact, I can. Pro- I can even sign um, sign on your behalf. So if we were to actually go to court, you, you need to sign a plaintiff's letter. Uh, property manager can actually even sign those documents for you, as long as they were given that, that authority. Which it's in this case, it's just be an email saying, "I'm going to do an eviction. Are you okay with this?" Yes, awesome. Okay, so it's, so it's not it's not like it's a, a major task. No. Is there? Do you have to have grounds for an eviction, or can you just say that you know something? I don't. I don't like Ron's a little overweight, maybe a lot <laughs> overweight, so I want him out. Um, you know, there, there is a concept in uh, in our state called arbitrary discrimination, which means that if you if you if you're saying something arbitrarily and you're getting rid of somebody arbitrarily, you're assumed to be discriminatory. Uh, but that's a that's a separate issue. Okay. But uh, the the main thing is that for the rent cap, uh, it's it's part of rent cap is just like you mentioned, rent cap and and evictions go hand in hand. Uh, because of COVID, we actually have uh, we, we are we can only use just cause eviction methods. So just cause would be things such as withdrawing from the rental market, doing substantial rehab, uh, family moving in, you moving in, selling to somebody who wants to move in. Uh, previously, you can actually do a no-fault um, um, 
uh, I'm sorry, previously the rank caps, actually let me back up the, the, the whole thing. Rank caps are only subject to, uh, basically they're designed for larger landlords because there's an ex exemption for single family duplex if you're, oper if you're residing in the front unit, as long as the unit is owned by a person, not by a company. So this whole rent cap thing is actually exempted if you're a person. But there's two parts of it. There's rent cap and there's just cause. The rent cap part is is exempted if you're uh, if you're a um, if you're a person. There's actually no limit of how much you can raise the rent if you're an individual who own, owns a property, which is the majority of properties here. What if I may, what if I what if I put the property into my LLC? Does that now put me into a different category, even though I only have like one or two properties? Um, as long as the LLC has uh, has a, a person, I think it was the LLC had a single person, then it's okay. If it's a disregard and the LLC, it, it, it would not be subject to rent caps. You know what this sounds like, Gene? This sounds like it's complex stuff. And we know within the state of California, I'm not going to put words in Gene's mouth. These are my words. Within the state of California, the landlord's going to be wrong. Right, and you have to just make that as an assumption. Ignorance the, of the law is not a defense. If you talk to lawyers, ignorance right. of the law is not a defense. So, and, and you know that the state is going to be looking for ways to to take it to the landlord. So, sounds to me like as an individual, I'd be much better off, much safer, by getting involved with a property manager whose job it is to follow the law, follow these things full time. Think about this. I, I, I do a radio show. I lead a lending team. Do I have time to follow these things? You're busy, right? You're doing a lot of different things. You could be a lawyer, an accountant, a, a plumber, an electrician, whatever you do, right? You're busy doing what you do. Do you want to spend your free time? But me, I'd like to go down to the beach and have a good time. I'd like to go out to the desert when it's not 120 degrees, right? Go out and have a good time. I don't want to study the law. Right, so that's why we're talking about property management today. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation. How does COVID affect properties? I wonder if I have to wear a mask within my own house if it's run by a property manager. Oh, we're not going to get into that. That'll be a different story. Uh, you, and we've got a featured home brought to you by my favorite lender.net, all that and more. You can reach me anytime off air number 800 306 1-990-800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, ronsegal1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numero one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. If you are listening to this program, building personal wealth is a topic you're familiar with. And you probably understand that making money is about creating a high income from a high paying job or running a business. While building wealth, on the other hand, is about creating a stock of value that goes up over time. You've also probably noticed lately that prices for fuel, groceries, and raw materials are skyrocketing while your monthly income remains flat. Welcome to Inflation 101. One of the fastest growing wealth building strategies is utilizing your current assets with little or no risk, like the equity in your home. Realty Pro 100 has been helping people like you increase their net worth by $50,000 to $75,000 per year. Now's the time to put your money to work for you and beat inflation. Learn more and start building your wealth by contacting Realty Pro 100. Text My Wealth Builder to 79564. Text My Wealth Builder to 79564. Receive free information on how the Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder program works and if it's the right wealth building strategy for you. License DRE 02059058. 
Hey friends, do you dream of mortgage-free home ownership? Are you aware that even if you own your home free and clear, it could still be costing you thousands per year? The Siegel Lending Team can help you generate tax-free income, accumulate family wealth, and maintain ownership of your home. By simply emailing your most recent mortgage statement, you'll receive a no-obligation real estate plan. Learn more by calling 1-800-306-1990 or email me your recent mortgage statement to P-E-A-R at ronsegalradio.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lend. Are you tired of paying rent? Are you tired of paying someone else's mortgage? Do you know qualified folks can potentially purchase a $500,000 home for less than $5,000 out of pocket? Ron Siegel can help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. If you're tired of paying someone else's mortgage, reach out to Ron today at ronismylender.com. That's ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Are you a renter and tired of making monthly payments? Paying off someone else's mortgage? Hey, it's Ron Siegel here to help you stop renting and start owning your dream home with amazing low interest rates. And you could potentially qualify for a $500,000 home for less than $5,000 out of pocket. So stop renting. Start owning with Ron Siegel. Learn more at ronsegalradio.com and start owning today. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce? Do you know a real estate reference and the divorce decree could cost tens of thousands of dollars? A certified divorce mortgage planning and real estate report could save you thousands of dollars, and it's free from your local certified divorce lending professional. Reach out to Ron today. Ronismylender.com. Again, Ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. The featured home segment today being brought to you by myfavoritelender.net. 4545 Avenida de la Luz. It's in Yorba Linda. Highly sought after single level home in single level home in Yorba Linda High School District. Home has been meticulously well maintained. New kitchen with granite counters and cast cooktop. All new windows with large bay window in the living room. Beautiful wood flooring. New air heating and ducting with air scrubber. The plumbing has been replaced, beautifully maintained backyard with fruit trees, nectar, peach, lemon, orange, grapefruit, grapefruit, patio, and large gated RV access. Hey, it's a Mike Lavalle property. He's with Keller Williams. If you want to meet Mike, give me a call at 800-306-1990. List price, it's a flat $1 million. Hey, let's take a look at some financing options. 10% down, $4,041 a month. 20% down, $3,427 a month. And 25% down. Strategically speaking, $3,012 a month. Wow. $3,012 a month on a million-dollar property. Those are principal and interest numbers. Yes, you do have to add taxes, insurance. There is no HOA. And if there's a mortgage insurance, you may have to add that one too. For those of you keeping score, compliance people, I know you're listening. 
3.718 is the APR, 3.17 APR, and 2.828 APR, NMLS 217037. I'm looking at the pictures of this property. Are you looking at them? If you're watching us on ronsegalradio.tv, any of our socials, or the ABC News and Talk AM 1490 video feed, great-looking property, great-looking pictures right there. There's just a few of them. You want more? Give me a call, 800-306-1990. Again, it's Mike Lavalia. Keller Williams is the listing agent of it, and we can put you in touch with Mike if you have any other questions. Again, that is the featured home, brought to you by myfavoritelender.net. Continuing our conversation, Gene Sarp is with us this morning. He is with Preferred Property Management. And we're talking about properties. We're talking about property manager. We're talking about something I don't want to be doing. Uh, I like the, the, the idea of, of properties, investing in property. Just amazingly a good idea, right? Because it's one of the few asset classes that you get to leverage and the more you leverage it, the safer it is. Think about this concept. And I tell people this all the time, not because it's self-serving. I just had this conversation with a listener over the weekend. He's got $4.5 million worth of property. He's got $2 million worth of loans. And I said, what happens if you take another million dollars out of the properties? I don't have the exact numbers. And buy more real estate. Think about what that means. If those properties, and, and this doesn't, this rarely happens, but let's say 2008 happens again, and it did in 1929, so it could happen another time, right? And the property values drop a lot. If you've already taken the cash out of them, you're golden. What do you do with that cash? Well, you make sure you keep yourself liquid enough to make all the payments for a couple of years. But then you go and buy more property, and so that you don't have to deal with all the work, you call somebody like Gene. Let him do all the work. He's got a team. He can do it, right? That's, that, that's what he does for a living. That's how he supports his family is by doing the work. But here's something. I mean, you know, we're ta- I'm talking about the prices yeah. dropping, Gene, in uh, 1929 during the Great Depression and yeah. in, in uh, 2008, the Great Recession. And we had the Spanish flu. I don't know what properties did back then. And now we've had COVID. So we got a couple pandemics once every century. Yeah. So what are we having to know about COVID from a property, from a real estate standpoint? Well, it's funny because uh, um, first off, it's uh, not to be overtly political, but we actually are talking about politics specifically because it's, it's policies that are passed. But um, the probably a big overview is that the worst is over. And what I mean by that is that uh, we actually, we're actually seeing a light at the end of the, end of the tunnel. In, uh, in August, we had AB 3088 of last year. In uh, January, we had AB, uh, SB 91. And this year, in June uh, 28, 2021, we passed AB 832. So these are three uh, laws that are, that are affected by the eviction moratorium, which the federal eviction moratorium has actually expired. But, right. but it's actually uh, now it's all up to the states. The state has continued it up until September 30th. But there's two points I wanted to, to mention about this. The first off is that Sacramento is trying to balance the crazies, essentially, with uh, people who believe in property rights. And the uh, in, in terms of appeasing the crazies, essentially, who go around saying, we want to cancel rent, which would be apocalyptic. There's no other word for it. 
But um, but I'd like to cancel my mortgage. Does that count? I don't think I can get away with it. I, I think I want to too. Right? I mean, but the uh, but the main thing is that um, because this this most recent law that was passed to extend the eviction moratorium on end of June said that if you want to collect any late rent as of July first by July 31st, you must notify them with a brand new form that didn't come out until the middle of July. You must serve the, this notice to the tenant to collect any past rent. So instead of you know being brave and actually saying, we're going to cancel rent, they're going to say, we're going to kind of cancel rent by saying that we're going to make you unable to pursue this past rent unless you do this thing that we're going to pass with very little notice. Now, now Gene, is that have a, is that affected by the amount of properties I own. If I own just like two pieces of property and I'm a single individual, do I have to follow that? Or is that just- Same for everyone. Really? Yes. Wow. The the other part that, that this bill, the 832 has actually balanced out, which is very interesting too, because I didn't think this would happen. We all know that if somebody didn't pay rent, it's a three-day notice to pay rent or quit. We've all sure, heard of that. Sure, sure. You know, during COVID, since August of last year, it's been a 15-day notice to pay rent or quit. So the 15-day notice to pay rent or quit is actually 15 business days, which if you take calendar days, it's 21. So 21 days notice to pay rent or quit. As of this law, after September 30th, with the eviction moratorium is, is done with, and they don't think they're going to they go extend it, as of October 1st, to do a three-day notice, you can actually go back to a three-day notice. But the three-day notice also requires that you give them 20 days to apply for the state state um, rent forgiveness. And if they don't apply for the state rent forgiveness, then um, then you can start evicting them. Now, the important part for this is, is this is very critical. They went from three days to 15 days. And we all know there's nothing quite as permanent as a temporary government program. <laughs> Absolutely. So we thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be a 15 day forever. I thought we permanently went from a three day notice to 15 day. This, the state has actually balanced the other side. They're trying to balance all interests right now. That's what this seems like. That's why, that's why I say this is near the end and then the beginning. They, they're saying we're going back to a three-day, but we're going to put this stipulation with the assumption that after we're through with this in 2022, in theory, we're going to go back to a permanent three-day. Does that make sense? Yeah, it is. So, so Ashley puts on here, it's a matter of time or money. Do you want to spend your time managing your property or properties, or do you want time back and pay a caretaker of your investment? I like paying a caretaker, right? And <laughs> add even more investments. I like that. I like that idea, Ashley. That's that's perfect, right? So, just. Pay somebody else to do. I like to pay somebody else to do the work because you know I'm, I'm just a simple guy. Like I don't, I don't. If I can pay somebody else to do it, why wouldn't I? Yeah, probably, that's probably pretty evident. But a part of what you're paying for a property manager, at least with our company, is uh, I have to read all these things. <laughs> yeah, that's a big issue right there, right? I mean, because the average person probably doesn't know about that three day to fifteen day to three day, right? We plus don't twenty days, right? Plus twenty days. I mean, all the, and and you know that the if given their choice, they're going to go and say, well, you didn't follow the rules, right? Well, I didn't know the rules. Well, that's not, that's not our problem. You're supposed to be spending all day, every day following these rules. And that's why you need to have a great property manager, great, and a, or, or, I mean, you could probably, Gene, I would bet that you could probably do this without a property manager, as long as you have a great real estate professional that you're working with on a regular basis that is in the investment space, yeah. right? The average yeah, yeah, yeah. real, the average realtor, doing a great job out there, but they're buying and selling a house. They're not in the investment space. If, if a real estate agent were had an investment property and they were paying attention, they probably would know similar to what I do. Because as I said in the very beginning, all I'm doing is what an investor will be doing. I, I, I receive the authority from the investor to, to, to do things. So if you're an investor yourself and you're paying attention, absolutely. 
Great information. If you want to meet Gene, give me a call at 800 306 1990. Be happy to put you in touch with him or his great team. Again, Gene Saar, preferred property management. And as always, I ask you, set that radio, first radio preset button. Not the last one, the first one. That first radio preset button to join me every day at this time, Ron Siegel Radio. As always, thank you for listening. And if you want to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800 306 1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio. Bye.